Thank you for listening to this Miller Time Media Podcast. This interview took place during our Miller Time Live radio program. For information on the program, you can visit our page on Facebook, facebook.com slash Radio. You can also find us on any of your favorite podcasting platforms by searching Miller Time Media. If you do not find us on your favorite podcast platform, not to fear, just send us an email and we'll get it done for you, Radio at outlook.com. Thank you and enjoy. Exclusive to Hits ZA, it's the Miller Time Drive with Dustin and Lucidi. It is 21 minutes after 5 o'clock on a Thursday, almost Friday. Tomorrow's Friday. It's the best day of the week. Get it on your mind right now, though. It is time for us to be joined on the phone by uh, my friend from uh, East Rutherford, New Jersey, from the Meadowlands, the Big M, uh, talking about the big horse race coming up this week. It's a harness race, so it's a, a little bit different than most South Africans are used to. But here to tell us about it is, of course, Jessica Otten. Please welcome her to the program. Hi, Jess. How are you? I'm good, Dustin, and how are you? Good. It's uh, it's good to hear your voice and good to talk. I haven't seen you in, geez, uh, like 2013 or something. Yeah, no, it's been probably close to 10 years, I feel like. Yeah, almost. It's like 2012 or 2013. It was there in, in Michigan. Yeah. So you've moved out to uh, New Jersey, and you're working at the Big M, the biggest racetrack in, in the U.S. And uh, this weekend, there's two big races. Of course, the big one is a million dollars, and the, the other one is the $600,000 purse uh, Meadowlands, uh, the, the, the Hamiltonian Oaks, which is, a, the, the, I guess, the, the baby brother to the Hamiltonian, right? Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. That one's uh, for the Phillies. Um, so it goes for 600000 There's mm. a field of 12 this year. There was no elimination. Ah. Uh, I think the Phillies this year are a little tougher than, than the boys. We do have really? two Phillies in the Hamiltonian. Oh, wow. Yeah, so there's. Uh, it'll be. I think it's going to be a good day of racing. I don't think there's um, definitely... There's a couple standouts, but I definitely think with the, the longer fields and the Hamiltonian Oaks, it could be it could shape up anyway. Yeah, I see that. You know, I'm looking at the the entries for the Hamiltonian. I haven't yet looked at the ones for the Hamiltonian Oaks, but I will before Saturday. Uh, I'm seeing names drivers like Yannick Gingras and uh, and my friend James Witherite is going to murder me for the way I pronounce that name. But I he he properly <laughs> taught me once, and I don't remember. And most people just call him Yannick <laughs> Gingras, but anyway, it's it's wrong. Uh, there's David Miller, Andy Miller, the Miller brothers. My my dad likes him, but they're no relation to me. Uh, Andrew McCarthy, Daniel Dubay, uh, Tim Tetrick, of course, Brian Sears. I see some names there that I know. Uh, any standouts as far as drivers go? And I mean, uh, these guys are, uh, the, these are the names we usually see in the Hamiltonian and the Hamiltonian Oaks every year. Yeah, no, definitely no standouts. I mean, these guys are here every weekend, week in, week out. Um, it'll be definitely cool to see. I know that Matthias Melander is making his um, debut. He's only 23 years old, so that's yeah. cool. He's driving one for his brother, and the horse race super two weeks back, and he sparked the mile last week first over. So he does have an outside post, but he definitely comes from off the pace well. So if you're looking for an upset, I think he definitely has a good shot in there. Looking over to the Oaks, uh, if we can, quick. I'm just I'm looking in yeah. again. We've got the same drivers. We got David Miller, I guess, driving number one crucial. Um, it looks like the favorite in this is, uh, it looks like a couple of, uh, money favorites on the, the morning line is, uh, Sorella, the seven, and it looks like uh, number two next level stuff, right? Yes. And then you also have the 12 hypnotic AM who was, um, seven for nine last year. She's a New York Sire state champion. Um, post 12 may be a little tricky for her. Is this a 12 horse uh, field I, at the Meadowlands? It is. It is. So yes, you've got we two trailers. Yep, yep, so the 11 wow. and 12 trail. Um, but Brian Sears won from the post-13 a couple weeks back in the maturity with Jim Pansy. And I'm almost positive he's the only driver to win from post-13 
and 14 at the middle end. So wow. he can definitely navigate himself out of uh, post 12. But there's, this is a very competitive field of fillies. You also have the 11 Panem who was locked in in the Dell Miller. She had an extra week off. But when she hit her gear coming home, I mean, she really flew home. You have the other Nancy Tactor trainee, Sorella, who was mm-hmm. a little tired. She came first over against Ramona Hill and Ramona Hill. Is taking on the boys this week, and I think a couple of um, horses that may not draw m- much attention are the three and the four. They're twenty to one and ten to one. Um, Reba Blue Chip, Berlin Yoder, and May Baby. Those are my Midwest peeps. But May Baby came first <laughs> over against Hypnotic uh, Hypnotic AM last week, and she really held her own. She's a small little trotter. She definitely gets around this track good. She draws a good post, which is very important in this large field of twelve. So yeah. Like I said, there's a couple of standouts, but there's definitely a lot of opportunity for some value. Of course, you're talking about the Midwest being, you know, people in South Africa and listening, you know, who the heck, where's the Midwest? <laughs> it's Michigan, Indiana, Ohio, and that kind of area. And, yes. and of course, you're, you're referring yeah. to the Yoder family, who, who are big in Michigan yes. and Ohio. I mean, I remember um, I remember when I was around Hazel Park and Northville Downs and things, and you always uh, saw them. And they, they usually did pretty well. I noticed uh, something while you were talking here, and I I, I Notice these times. I mean, I didn't realize, yeah. and this is bad because I haven't, I haven't been paying attention this year. But there's some, there's some the sub. Uh, well, I guess 150 times on trotters. That's that's huge. I mean, they're mm-hmm. they're going a pretty good clip there at the Meadowlands these days. Yeah, they definitely are. You know, um, speed is the virtue nowadays. I guess you can yeah. say um, these horses are, and especially with that extra time off that they had this year due to the mm-hmm. COVID, uh, they had those extra training miles. These these trainers get speed into them. Um, I mean, these horses just come strong. The breed has come so far. I mean, you talk about times, and I keep going back to Ramona Hill and in, in in the um, Hamiltonian final, she come uh, last quarter in twenty five and four last week against the boys. And around the last turn, I don't think anybody thought she was going to make the final because she was getting backed into by her cover, and she was last at the top of the stretch. And she came home twenty-five and four, and Andy never asked her to wow. come home. So it's pretty scary how fast these horses can come. And you don't typically see that in trotters. Yes, you see fast trotters, but you don't see that hmm. huge burst of speed coming home. Twenty-six, twenty-seven, yes, but twenty-five and four from a three-year-old Philly trotter. That's it's pretty amazing what she did That's last week. Crazy. Wow, and and you know it just I look I yeah the, the Meadowlands has always been known for speed, but I mean I've never seen speeds like this. It's a it's a you know it's a one mile track, and you don't have you know like most tracks you're you're in one or two or three turns depending if it's a half mile or five eighths. But when you mm-hmm. got you've got what is it you know one turn, <laughs> two turns, and you're, two you're turns, yeah. yeah and you're and you're so you you've got that straightaway to really build momentum, and and I mean they're they're clocking along pretty good. And for people that have never seen harness racing and just, uh, I mean, these are both trotting races. We're not talking about pacers at all. Most people in South Africa, right. when, I, when I refer to standard breads, they always say, oh, that's trotters. But no, it, it can be trotters or pacers, and it's two different gates. Yep. Um, so that's another thing. I mean, when you're talking to non-harness people, I'm sure you know because you've been in this business all your life. Yeah. And, but yeah. It's just these, these happen to be trotters, and they're the, the you know, trotters, my aunt always said that, uh, you know, most people in the business – can easily do pacers, uh, but it takes right. a special kind of person to do trotters. They're a lot of work. You've got to really, really yeah. work with a trotter, and you've got to know what you're doing, and not every horseman does. So if they've made it to this point, you've got to know yeah. these trainers. Nancy Tactor, that's a name I know. Obviously, the Yoder yeah. family, uh, Ron Burke. I mean, these people know their horses. Julie Miller. Julie yeah, Miller has been um, there how many years, of course, Andy Miller? Yeah, I was talking with Nancy actually earlier this week, and one of the interviews I've put out on social media is 
to the trotting, the trotters are a little harder to train. Not saying that they're hard to train, but they are a little more difficult because they can interfere with each other, like their selves, you know, their yes. back legs, their front legs. They can hit a tendon, they can hit a, a back leg or a quarter or whatever because they can interfere so easily with, well, with pacers. They have the hobbles on, and if you have a pacer that interferes, it's probably not good, and they probably won't make it to the races. But no. it, it, it definitely is, and, you know, these people, this is what the people aim for. And like I said, we've had a shorter season leading up to because of the COVID. So to get these horses to peak around the second weekend of August, what everybody aims for, it was probably a little bit difficult this year because some of these horses only have three or four starts going into into this weekend's race. Like the Meadowlands Pace, they had two starts under their belt, yeah. the Pacers did. And they were non-winners of so-and-so money or non-winners of five. Like I was talking with Tony Alanya, like the miles that these horses had to go to get starts under their belt, and the amount of money they made just didn't add up yeah. because of everything happening. So to get horses to peak around this time of the year is difficult on a normal year, let alone a year where you only got, like Nancy's horse only has two starts under his belt, two qualifiers and two starts. And that is definitely not the norm. I mean, by this time, by you're talking right. August, I mean, you're well through summer now and you've had spring racing and most, most horses race through the, even the winter months. You would, have had ra- you would have had so many starts under your belt at this point. Uh, these horses might have been right. taking a short break or something and, and just training. But, right. uh, you know, it, it, it's definitely a unique situation that I don't think either one of us have seen in our lifetime. So it's pretty cool. No. Um, yeah. What, uh, just quickly before we go, um, you know, we're going back to Hamiltonian Oaks. We've got 12 starters in this. And the, I, happen, uh-huh. I, I know that the, the track there is 10 wide. That means there's 10 spots on the mobile starting gate. So uh, what that yeah. means is you've got two horses that trail, and they can start from any position behind the first 10, which is number 11, Panama, number 12, Hypnotic Am. You know, that's, that can be a problem if you're one of those two trailers. But it can also sometimes be an advantage depending on the driver, right, and depending on the horse. Yeah, so actually the rule is now the 11 must follow the 1 and the 12 must follow the 2. Oh, really? In New Jersey. Yeah, oh, so in oh, different wow. states. I know in Indiana the 11 can follow the um, 1 or 2 and the 12 can follow like the 3 or 4. But yeah, in the mm. state of New Jersey, the 11 must follow the 1, the 12 must follow the 2. Unless one makes a break, then like obviously, you know, therefore and so forth. But right. um, well, that's changed then. Uh, that's very different than what it used to be. Yep, that's yeah. that's interesting. And like I said, it probably it's different in in different states. Um, but yeah. you know, the main thing is is when you have a big field like that, is just to try not to get into too much traffic trouble and in going into the first turn. But we've had larger fields here. We had thirteen in the um, Hamiltonian Maturity a couple of weeks back, and we've had uh, a couple twelve horse fields with the Pacers, and it's gone well. I mean. It just makes for a lot of movement in, in the race, and I yeah. and I think that's exciting, and I think it's good for the betters, and they, uh, every every man's for their own out there. But um, for the listeners listening, we're actually going to be streaming our whole day live on Facebook and YouTube. So if you okay. check out the Meadowlands Racetrack on Facebook or on YouTube, go ahead and subscribe to that, like them or whatever, and check it out. It's gonna be it's gonna be a great day. It's a little, it's a little different this year due to COVID. We got some restrictions mm-hmm. capacity wise and what we're able to do, but. It's still going to be a great day of racing. Because that was my next question. was going to be the last question. How can I watch? So you're going to have it on Facebook, the the actual feed? Yep, the whole entire day, which you'd be on um, like RTN or TVG or whatever, um, is going to be on our Facebook page, yep, and our YouTube page. So okay. It'll so be you, live and free for everybody to watch. Yours truly will start a watch party, and I'll be watching here from Johannesburg, South Africa with my popcorn. <laughs> it'll be the middle of the night, but I don't Perfect. care. I was up last weekend to watch the, the astronauts land, so I mean, uh, this weekend I'm going to watch right. horse racing. Thanks, Jessica right. Otten from East Rutherford, New Jersey, uh, from the Meadowlands. And if you missed this, you want to hear it again, I'll podcast it later, and then uh, Jess can share it with you. 
we can okay, share whatever you want. Thanks cool. so much for having thanks me. Thanks for taking the time to talk and say hi to Mike and uh, Mike for me, would you please? I know you're friends with those I guys. Will. Mike Bozich, of course, yeah. and Mike uh, Mike Carter. Those two guys are legends as well. There's there's so many people I could tell you. Say hi to your mom and dad for me too. They're pretty cool people. I will. Jessica Otten from the Meadowlands. Thank you very much.